13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's a Shop Stewards Corner segment which we bring to you every Monday here on a Metro FM Talk. And this Monday uh, was only dedicated to uh, uh, those engaged in domestic work, in private households and elsewhere. And uh, this afternoon, the National Minimum Wage Commission uh, published its annual review on the National Minimum Wage, which included a proposal to equalize uh, the wages of uh, domestic uh, workers to around 88% of the national minimum wage and of course that those of farm workers to 100% of the national minimum wage in 2022 and you can imagine why uh, this is the case uh, one of the tweets coming through there from Kodumela Moipatuts is saying brother uh, when it comes to farm workers companies don't comply to the national minimum wage there's a company called Salam Agri it's not even 20 rand an hour it's 18 rand uh, from early 2019 well certainly uh, take a look at that one my brother so uh, do uh, share with us your details there and it's something certainly we would want to follow up on uh, but it's quite clear that uh, these uh, uh, shifts are going to uh, mean 450 rand per month more into the pockets of domestic workers and about 350 rand per month more for farm workers that's if uh, we see the kind of compliance that the National Minimum Wage Commission and the Department of Labor is looking for but uh, to talk about this and also the landmark judgment uh, which uh, gave uh, or paved the way for domestic workers to access occupational health and safety uh, benefits and uh, dispensations. I'm joined on the line by Myrtle Vitboy, General Secretary of the South African Domestic Service and Allied Workers Union. Uh, Mayor Myrtle, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Hi, good evening to you. Yes, uh, would you like to know? Yes, thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us this evening, uh, uh, Myrtle. I want us to maybe start off, I guess, with, with that judgment that came through from the Twanya High Court and uh, which effectively uh, over the last uh, day or so has now been, I don't, I don't know if ratified is the word or, or has been given effect to by the Constitutional Court, which uh, means that uh, generations and generations of domestic workers who have fallen uh, uh, ill at work, who have been injured in their workplaces, which are, are private homes, can now access some of the, I guess, the benefits that are open to other workers in the economy. What is the view of Satsau uh, as you welcome this and, uh, I guess, more importantly, as you think about it, alongside some of the amendments to the national minimum wage? I, th I think that, you know, this, this has been something Koida has been long outstanding for domestic workers. We've actually been fighting for this Koida bill since the year 2000. But what happened, as you know, uh, you read the case, it's about... Six years ago, we had this case uh, that saw of a domestic worker's daughter that came to our offices and they talked to about, about a mother that drowned and that there was no compensation for the children. And when she went to lawyers and legalized, they said to her and the Department of Labor, sorry, domestic workers is not covered. What happened, our secretary, our you know, organizer from Pretoria, she kept on and we took it to court. And then two years ago, the first verdict was that the COIDA is unconstitutional, not to include domestic workers, and, uh, you know, it should be amended and should include domestic workers. However, it stands still again and no further development. Then what happened? Uh, the Department of Labor, then in March this year, they issued uh, to say that domestic workers will soon be included in COIDA, and then in June again, they issue another one, the domestic workers will be in Koida. Then on Thursday morning, our lawyer contacted us to say to us, they got a message that the case will now be heard again in the constitutional court. What was so tremendous about this whole issue was that we only want 
need to be that date to include the case of six years ago. But the outcome of the Constitutional Court says that domestic workers will now be included from, until, from 1994 until today. And that, is, you know, itself is a big victory for domestic workers. But of course, we know with that inclusion, we will have a lot of obstacles and a long road to cover before it would actually really be implemented. Mm. And, and when you say that, uh, uh, Myrtle, when you say, you know, it's going to be a long road before it's implemented, do you say that because of, I guess, uh, many other things that have happened, you know, South African life, you, you put something into law, uh, it doesn't automatically mean it's going to be implemented? Or are you seeing, I guess, uh, much, much bigger fights down the pike for yourselves as people who organize domestic workers? Yes, I think it will be. Uh, as you know, that the, the, the current COIDA in its current condition say that if you have a case, you have seven days to report the case. And then within the 12 months, the case should be worked on. Now, yeah. we are backdated the reprospective to 1994, which means that if a domestic worker now comes forward, or a domestic worker tells us that she's been hurt over the last couple of years, we have to ensure that we have papers, we have to ensure. But we can only do that if the clauses now, the current clause that the Melissa of Labour said before the victory of the Constitutional Court, the current clause was only going to be amended to say domestic workers will now be included. But now we have actually a couple of clauses that must be amended. It must be the clause for the backpack, it must be the clause how a case must be covered. So sure. in actual fact, you know, we, we have a bit of fear that the, the Department of Labor might delay it, you know, because of, also because of what we, you know, that it's not fair. Also, normally what the Department of Labor say when it comes to domestic workers' interests, it's going to cost us so much money to change clauses. It's going to mm. cost us. And we actually have to prepare ourselves with our lawyers to see that we, you know, that we now get the Maria Sanchez case sure. on board and see how they will react. Only then okay. we will be able to say, yes, Koira is now working for us. Mm. But I want us to pause here for a second and uh, take a quick spot break. When we come back, we'll continue uh, on this. And I also want to maybe hear your views on the national minimum wage as well and some of the adjustments that have come through there. But okay. if there's any message, uh, certainly that's coming out quite strongly from uh, what Myrtle Vitboy is relaying to us, is that... Uh, yeah, as with uh, uh, most uh, political breakthroughs or victories in South Africa, uh, the day you get it, the next morning you have to go out on the streets, in the courts and elsewhere uh, in the corridors of power to defend and to fight for those gains and for people to claim those rights. That's the reality of South African life. Let's take a break now. When we come back, we continue with our Shop Stewards Corner. Twenty-three minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our uh, Shop Steward segment, uh, which we bring to you every Monday, taking a look at uh, what's happening in the lives of working people. And uh, we, uh, this evening, uh, honing our spotlight and shining it on uh, domestic work and uh, some of what has come out of the Constitutional uh, Court. And if you just joined us, uh, Myrtle Vitboy, who is my guest this evening, uh, suggesting to us before we went to the break that uh, while uh, they certainly welcome this decision to incorporate domestic workers within uh, Aquida, which is the Compensation for uh, Occupational Injuries and Diseases platform. Uh, this is something that they might have to wake up tomorrow and fight for, uh, and fight for specific clauses that will give effect 
uh, to uh, many of their members claiming these rights. And uh, the other development, of course, uh, was the National Minimum Wage Commission, uh, which published its annual review. And uh, certainly, Myrtle, uh, that annual review having uh, some bearing on uh, the earnings of your members uh, uh, from here onwards, uh, uh, because we do know when the National Minimum Wage Framework started, uh, uh, domestic workers' earnings were pegged at 75% of the uh, 20 rand an hour national minimum wage. Uh, the proposal now is to increase these to 88% in 2021 and effectively have uh, all workers covered by the national minimum wage by 2022. What's the view of Satsau and uh, uh, many of the uh, domestic workers that you organize on this particular score? Myrtle? Hello, sorry. Okay, can, if we look at the act, also if we look at beside the corridor, if, if we look at that, we were talking now about the national minimum wage for domestic workers, we find that again, domestic workers have been excluded from the actual national minimum wage. That domestic workers is now earning less than the 3,500 rand, and domestic workers have been neglected again when they discuss the national minimum wage. So currently what we are doing, we are start, we want to start our new campaign. And our new campaign is that by next year, domestic workers should also be included in the national minimum wage at the same rate as all other workers. Currently, domestic workers are only getting 15 rand an hour and other workers are getting 20 rand an hour. So that is also one fight that we're having with the Department of Labor and that we see is going to address it. Why is it that domestic workers, with everything domestic workers, are left up and they must always, you know, take up, raise their voices to get the same treatment as all other workers? Mm, mm. And, 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 and when you think about, I guess, the, the report now suggesting that the idea is by 2022 to make sure that there's one national minimum wage and that domestic workers uh, are at the same level, is that the kind of incorporation that you're looking for or... Uh, is the suggestion that uh, certainly that's something that you want, but you want to go further? No, I think that, you know, that the national minimum wage, every year, domestic workers, uh, you know, according to our old uh, wage act, domestic workers will get an increase every year. So this mm -hmm. year, again, domestic workers should have got an increase this month, the old November, or normally the 1st of December. But we find that, the, you know, the, the Department of Labor is very quiet, when it comes to the domestic sector. So what we are doing, we're currently going into it again, sending a letter to the Minister of Labor and asking the Minister of Labor what has happened that domestic workers won't get mm. their increase this year. We also have, we also understand that what's currently happening in our country, we also understand that, uh, you know, thousands of domestic workers are losing their jobs. But that should not stop the Department of Labor to ensure that domestic workers are earning the same wage as all other workers. Mm -hmm. And and when you look, at, I guess, at another dimension to this, uh, Myrtle, which is, you know, uh, a contributory insurance and uh, the role uh, that uh, employers have in ensuring that they onboard some of their workers onto the UIF, uh, which Daddy? has always been a pain. Uh, no, no, I'm saying the, the role of employers in onboarding workers onto UIF as a form of contributory insurance. It's certainly always been a bugbear and a pain point uh, for trade unions like yourselves. Um, what with COVID-19 and the current moment that we find ourselves in, where are we in terms of making sure that I guess all people that are working in private households in domestic work are effectively part of a contributory insurance scheme? Myrtle? 
Yes, yes, yes. No, I was asking, how do we ensure that all workers who work in private households, so many of your members, are effectively covered by the UIF and uh, contribute to that insurance you have platform? To understand. You have to understand that domestic workers are a scattered workforce. But at the moment, what we're doing, currently with the, you know, with the crisis that we're having, um, thousands of domestic workers have got access to cell phones, and lots of domestic workers are on WhatsApp and all of things. What we're doing at the moment, we are now producing samples to tell domestic workers about the Coidable and also to tell domestic workers that we are now also opening the fight about the national minimum wage. Thirdly, we're also telling domestic workers that we want to ensure that domestic workers will now have access to the COIDA fund, you know, the COVID-19 mm. fund, because domestic workers have also been excluded from the COVID-19 fund. And in that way, we are going to ensure that we assist our members to help them to make sure that they get online to apply. So Satsawa is trying its best to help our members, but Satsawa is also open for non-members when they seek our help and when they phone us, we are prepared to help any domestic worker. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the last one, uh, Myrtle, before, before we let you go, um, and I guess th- th- this is a, a broader question, uh, you know, uh, for you and uh, some of the organizing that you're undertaking. You, you say domestic workers are a scattered workforce, and I would think that there are many challenges that you have in organizing those domestic workers. Uh, what can many of the people who are listening in here, who are either the children of domestic workers, who are employers of domestic workers, do uh, to not only just make sure they're part of UIF, but to effectively allow them to claim their rights and to also have access to unions like yourselves? I think that is also one big fight that's still open. We find that most employers have not. We find that now with the COVID-19, we find that when 250,000 domestic workers have lost their jobs, we find that the Department of Labor said only 40,000 domestic workers can really claim from the unemployment fund. Even in the unemployment fund and how it's extended to domestic workers, there's a weakness from the Department of Labor because no employer gets taken to court for not registering your domestic workers. So we also have to ensure that when a domestic worker comes to our office or when we speak to domestic workers, to ask them, are you registered? Do you know what it's all about? So I think even that, so with all these labor laws, we still find the lack of implementation and we still find the reluctance of the Department of Labor that they're not showing, you know, the, the employers and that the employers still get away with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Myrtle Vitboy, thank you very much for taking time out to it's speak to us uh, this evening. We also want... I guess, uh, as you said, you know, you have to defend the gains, but uh, I think we also want to congratulate yourselves as uh, Satsau and many other unions and even the likes of SERI that uh, you've worked alongside to try and bring these matters uh, before our courts and our authorities. And uh, we certainly appreciate your work uh, and uh, we uh, certainly hope uh, that you see this platform as a platform uh, of uh, solidarity for many of the struggles that you're undertaking. So thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Okay, thank you very much also. Nice. Thank you very much. Myrtle Vitboy there uh, speaking to us uh, this evening, uh, the General Secretary of the South African Domestic Service and Allied Workers Union, Sad Sao. We take a brief break now, and uh, when we come back, we go into our communities and uh, we uh, speak of uh, the horrid details of a 45-year-old man who briefly appeared in the Pretoria Magistrates Court for allegedly rape- raping two minors. And uh, we'll also talk about the impact of climate change on rural areas. with Nesibabes Chilo earlier on all of these very volatile um, climatic changes.
uh, a part of the reality of climate change and uh, you have the likes of Cecil who act like, you know what, we'll just keep it moving. So we think that's born. Uh, we'll uh, take a look at a report compiled by my colleague Ngulule Gunyembezi and we'll also take a look at uh, Public Works who want some of the Khoisan protesters removed outside the union buildings and if you've been following that story we'll take a look at uh, all of those stories in the next minute or so.